As some of you know, I have too many siblings. So, uh, just kidding, I love them all. Uh, but I have 10 nieces and nephews. And uh, you find out uh, that once uh, the grandchildren come, uh, no one cares about you anymore. That if you want your picture taken, you have to be holding a baby. Uh, no one, otherwise, no one cares if you are there at the family event or not. But what is it about babies that is so attractive or uh, that draws us in? You know, we have at the campus uh, ministry up at Minnesota State, we have our focused missionaries, and a lot of them are young adults. In the last couple of years, we've been blessed to have a married couple on the team. And so young family, you know, they bring young children. Uh, they have young children. And so I almost at times felt like we should pay uh, for the children as well, because the babies make great missionaries, especially among the college women. They tend to attract women, and I mean, even guys too, you know, when there's a baby around, we make strange noises and, you know, coo at the baby and make strange faces. But that is just it. The babies attract us. Why? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but babies do. They attract us. And that's what happened 2,000 years ago. The creator of the universe, God, entered into his own creation. This God that was totally other. This God who created the universe, created us, took on our humanity. And the saints have said throughout the ages that God took on our humanity so that we could take on his divinity. And that is so true that because of Jesus' death and resurrection, we have the possibility of eternal life in heaven within the Trinity itself. But there is no Easter without Christmas. And we need to understand what a great mystery, what a great uh, thing it is that God entered his own creation. This God who is so amazing, that is so powerful, came as a helpless baby. And it is true that a lot of us are attracted to babies, so it's hard to resist a baby. But when Jesus came, there were people who resisted him. Not only resisted him, but wanted him dead. I suppose you could say even the people at the inn resisted Jesus. When they told Mary and Joseph that there was no room at the inn. And obviously Herod, as we will read about in the coming weeks, resisted Jesus. He was afraid that the so-called Messiah, the King of the Jews, would, be, would usurp his power that he had in the region. So afraid was he that he killed all of the babies under two years of age. And so what about us? Most of us, it's hard for us to resist a baby. 
And yes, Jesus came as a baby 2,000 years ago. But he came with this great message that we are loved, that we are wanted, that we are cared for. As I have said many times, just several verses after the fall, after Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had asked them not to. God, in his conversation with Satan over what had happened, tells Satan that I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. And again, as I said, that this woman could not be Eve because Eve had just sinned, that she had a connection with Satan. And so who is the only woman that has no sin, that was spared from original sin, and that would be Mary. That Mary was the immaculate ark that held Jesus for nine months, that held God in a womb for nine months. And so right after the fall, God is already preparing our salvation, preparing a way for us back to Him, back to His love. So why didn't Jesus just come and die on the cross and rise from the dead? Because God wanted to enter into the full experience of humanity, of being a human being. So Jesus comes not just as a grown man, but as a helpless baby. To show us how, what humility looks like. Are we humble enough to receive Jesus? Are we going to be like the innkeeper? Are we going to be like Herod? Or are we going to be like the shepherds that come and visit the Jesus and welcome him in a, into their hearts? And judging by the fact that you're very here on Christmas Eve at 8 p.m., you must have some relationship with Jesus Christ. But this is the Christmas message is are we going to receive Jesus into our hearts? And if, as we have just said, we probably have Jesus in our hearts already, especially because of our baptism. But are we going to welcome Jesus into our hearts in a new and radical way? Yes, Jesus is in our lives, but we can always go deeper. We can always love greater in our relationship with Jesus Christ, in our relationship with God. God loves us infinitely, so if there's a problem with our relationship with God, it's not on God, it's on us. God's grace is infinite. Our ability to receive His grace is finite. But this Christmas, are we going to allow that finite amount to grow? Or are we just going to pass through this Christmas season and just, you know, go as life normally goes? And we do. We enter into a Christmas season. We'll be celebrating Christmas for several weeks. You know, 
I was a Catholic priest, I guess, I get slightly upset when I see Christmas trees out on the curb on December 26th, but that's probably another complaint for another homily for another time. But we do, we enter in this Christmas season. In fact, the eight days they call, after Christmas, they call it the octave of Christmas. That means that for eight days, we are to celebrate each day as if that day were Christmas itself. So if you're fasting or whatever, uh, stop it. We're supposed to be celebrating for the next eight days. There is a time of, you know, of penance, of doing hard things, uh, like during Advent and Lent. But we are in the season of Christmas now. And so we are to celebrate well. So again, Jesus came 2,000 years ago. Out of his great love for us, he entered into his own creation. There are people who resisted his coming. And there are people who welcomed his coming. As we celebrate this Christmas season, which one are we going to do? Are we going to welcome Jesus into our lives, into our hearts, in a new and radical way? Or are we going to resist Jesus? I know sometimes I resist Jesus coming into my life in a greater and deeper way. I pray for the grace of this Christmas season that me and all of us can receive Jesus into our hearts in a new and greater and radical way.